keep it going for Chase and Anne Marie and everyone for, and, yeah, yeah, let's do that, everyone. Um, yeah, this is a really fun show. Uh, Lindsay, I empathize with you. I don't know if you're still here. I did receive a similar call once. It was the equivalent of just the most bummer Hogwarts letter of all time. <laughs> Can't recommend it. Um, yeah, I am wearing a, a, this dress. Um, I got a lot of, thank you. Um, I got a lot of comments on it today. People were like, you look nice. I bet you're not gonna say the word facial later uh, in that context. So, yeah. So I have known John um, for about six years now. We went to school together. We have some history. My freshman year, we, uh, we met. We were on the rowing team together. So you know he was white and um, <laughs> handsome in a way that is frightening, like Heath Ledger, 10 Things I Hate About You, spitting image, really intimidating. Um, and, but we ended up hooking up one night, just, just hand stuff, uh, choice hand stuff. And there were a couple red flags. He let me know I was number one on his list of freshman women rowers' most desirable bodies. And at the time, I was like, ha okay, no thanks. Uh, and today, I'm like, happy to be alive. Uh, he also told me my skin was really soft. I don't know, there were just a lot of, a lot of weird things. So we hooked up, woke up the next morning, he was laying directly on top of me, like a small animal. Um, he had his arms buried in my shirt, like the pockets of a hoodie, it was just really weird. Uh, and then we never talked about it ever again, made it through college, just avoiding eye contact. Flash forward five years, we're both living in San Francisco. Um, I see he's like moved out here, and I'm horny. The women are allowed to do that. Uh, so I was like, hey, John, like, welcome to the city. Do you want to come to this party later? And his response, sounds good. What's the race? Which I learned means ratio, which meant he was interested in learning about what other babes would be there. So not me, but I was like, you know, whatever. Let's just see how this goes. So we get to the party. The ratio is pretty good. Um, but he for some reason insists on rallying everyone to go to the Castro. I was like, all right. Uh, because he insists he's gonna get, he's really good looking, so he's gonna get a lot of free drinks bought for him. You know what I've never seen work? <laughs> Straight guys going into Castro bars with that shitty entitled attitude. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, we, but I indulge him. Well, we go to Lookout. And he sits in the corner sipping pity Red Bull vodkas while I do get drinks bought for me because karma. Um, and uh, we're not having a good time, but I'm still invested. I decide to go home and he's like, oh, do you want to uh, split a cab? And I was like, sure. But I didn't realize he meant, do you want to split it back to your place? So we get to my place and it's this weird little dance of like, am I coming in? And I was like, mm, I, you know, I guess so. Um, I've never seen anything like this. He walks into my apartment and just plants and surveys and says, yes, I will be staying. <laughs> and I was floored. I was like, dude, you just Christopher Columbus your way into my apartment. <laughs> into my jeans. 
Um, and I've just dealt with like all manner of shitty male entitlement, but I didn't know what to do with Manifest Destiny. It was a new one. <sighs> so we're in it. Um, and you know, maybe he misunderstood. I invited him in to make quesadillas. I think he thought we'd be making them like with our bodies. Um, but I was, I was being very literal. So I'm manning the griddle. I'm very serious about this quesadilla situation. Meanwhile, he disappears. And I'm really focused, so I don't, also I don't care <laughs> about him at this point. Uh, he could be dead or alive. Um, five minutes turns to 10. 10 turns to 15, the quesadillas come and go. Um, and then every fire alarm in my apartment goes off at once. <laughs> And I'm thinking like, okay, there's probably still some smoke from the, it's fine, like I'm like running around with the towel. But then I notice the smoke is coming from my bedroom and I haven't seen him in a while. So what hijinks could he be getting up to? And I run into my room and um, there were just dozens of candles, like candles that I don't own. <laughs> Like candles that he 100% brought himself. That's the only explanation. And he's standing in the middle of my room with his shirt off, but like it was a long sleeve button down tucked into his jeans that he's unbuttoned and unrolled down like a wetsuit. It just, I'm just relaying the facts. It didn't make any sense. And he's taken my Marc Jacobs body lotion that has a little shimmer to it and rubbed it all over his torso. So I have a Twilight vampire standing in the middle of this Coldplay concert that smells like an anthropology. And, um, and that's, and I still had sex with <laughs> him. Um, so that's the bar, I guess, I don't know. That's acceptable. Um, and you'd think with all this buildup, like he's gotta be like, he's gonna bring the heat. He was like, can I use your laptop? And he Googles SoundCloud to get to SoundCloud and searches um, 2007 Diplo mix. <laughs> And the description, presumably, presumably written by Mr. Diplo, um, was I got super stoned in my basement and mixed a bunch of old records. And it was just like really poor quality, like Jimi Hendrix weird, I don't know. It was 27 minutes long, but we didn't need 27 minutes. It was just two minutes of the most um, sad, passionless pound town missionary I've ever experienced. Yeah, and then we, for a moment we like make eye contact and it's the first genuine like human connection we've had in maybe like five years of knowing each other. And um, he goes, where do you want me to come? And I was like, oh, oh I didn't know we were here. Okay, um, and before I could answer, he just, uh, just straight into my face. And I was like, no, but then I closed my mouth because it was just, yeah. And then we just kind of looked at each other and he was like, you should probably go to the bathroom. <laughs> Like, <laughs> thank you for your consideration. <laughs> I will go to the bathroom. And I did. And I looked in the mirror and I was just kind of like, how did we get here? <laughs> and I've heard that um, jizz is good for your skin. And so I considered for a moment rubbing it in. And I was like, not this jizz. 
this isn't for me. So I washed it off and I went back to bed. We just, he was already asleep when I got back. And the next morning I walked him to my door and he slapped me on the butt and whispered, good hustle in my ear, which I thought was nice. It's always nice to have your effort recognized. Uh, I was a college athlete, I get it. And then I, uh, immediately after, I, like, I was late already to get brunch with um, a girlfriend and a guy friend and uh, at a place in my neighborhood that I really like. And we're, it's a super long wait, we get in, and we're having our coffee and my guy friend, and I tell this whole story and they're both just like, whoa. And my guy friend, in the way that a straight male would ask so earnestly, but you came though, right? And I spit my latte all over the wall. <laughs> and they asked me not to come back. And that's why this is the worst hookup I've ever had, is I can no longer return to Zazie on Cole Street. And you know it's so good. And that's why it's the worst hookup I've ever had. Thanks, guys. This has been super fun.